Hey there, I'm Josh Elledge, the Chief Executive Angel at SavingsAngel.com, and welcome to the Savings Angel Show. I'm podcasting to you from the hot and humid Orlando, Florida. I'm an extremely busy consumer expert, money-saving advocate, syndicated newspaper columnist, and that guy that turns digital entrepreneurs into media celebrities at UpMyInfluence.com. I love what I do and can't wait to get going on today's episode. So in order to help you save more, earn more, and live more abundantly on today's show, I'm going to be covering how to keep your home cool for less money. We're going to talk about some science. Uh, We're going to talk about how to get started just dabbling by uh, investing in the stock market, how anybody can do it. There's some really cool technology out there, and uh, I want to share with you a couple ideas, uh, and and really great ideas if you want to get kids involved in this as well. And then we're going to talk about the future of virtual couponing. We've got some new technology to share with you as well. So with that, let's get going. Now, it's the same fight every year as the temperature rises so does your energy build. So to save, you need tips. The tips that I'm going to be sharing on how to keep your home cool for less money. Here we go. I've got, how many tips do I have? You might want to write this down, or you can go to savingsangel.com, and we've got an article with this just so you can review if you are the one that's listening to this podcast because you know you're the one for the family that's like really into this kind of stuff and you want to make sure that the other loved ones that you know hear this message go ahead and hit share just take a screenshot right now with your phone post it on the social media send it in a text message and say hey listen to this guy Josh I think he knows what he's talking about. Got some really good ideas about how we can lower our electricity bill through the summer. Listen, by employing this stuff, it's not that hard to save $20, $40 every single month easily, easily. Ready? Here we go. Tip number one, change your air conditioning and or pump heat pump filter. Now, every HVAC expert will tell you to do this before anything else. Okay, You might be thinking, well, just don't get around to it. I'm going to try and prolong the life of the filter. No, 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 no. A dirty filter costs you a lot of money. You do not want to disrupt that airflow with a bunch of dust and lint and all that other junk that gets trapped in there. So, Again, like clockwork, you need to be swapping it out every 30 days or so. Uh, I would recommend you visually inspect it. It may be, it's possible if you live in kind of a, you got some dusty, dirty air, you might need to change it more often than that. Uh, It's also possible, um, like in Florida, sometimes uh, homes will actually have two separate units, one for upstairs and downstairs. Uh, And uh, you may have a unit that just doesn't require uh, as much changing. You need to know what to look for. I highly recommend recommend you do a Google search, do a YouTube search, and have someone show you when a filter, you need to know what it looks like uh, so that you can know when to make sure you swap yours out. Now, what do I recommend you do in this regard? I want you to buy lots of filters in bulk. I want you to have a lot of them on hand so you don't use it as an excuse or you just keep forgetting, you just keep forgetting, and now you're like two, three months down the road and you should have been changing your air conditioning filter a long time ago. You didn't do it just because you didn't have them on hand. Does that make sense? So 
Find out whoever's got the best price on it, if it's a Walmart, if it's a home goods store, you know, whatever it is. Maybe it's online, although doubtful. I I haven't really found any good sources online. Usually for me, I find the best price is just going to be at Walmart. Now, in terms of the quality of the air filter, now you can easily double your investment if you buy, you know, some of these really, really, really high quality filters. Personally, this is going to be a personal decision uh, based on the research I've done. I don't think it's necessary. My goal would be for you to swap out a new, fresh, basic filter uh, like clockwork every 30 days. I'd rather see you do that than get the, you know, the most expensive HEPA filter or whatever it is. Now, again, you got feelings on this? You, you know, take the fish, leave the bones. You don't have to follow everything I tell you. Uh, but I know just based on my research, again, I would rather advise you have a fresh, clean filter every 30 days like clockwork and just get the Walmart basic filter. Okay? Continuing on, tip number two, open the windows anytime it's cooler outside. That way, when the full heat wave hits, you can afford to keep the house closed up. Get yourself a house full of fresh air. Tip number three, use floor fans to circulate cooler air. Fans push cool air toward you and warm air away, all while costing a fraction of the energy required to run an air conditioner. And I literally mean like a tiny, tiny fraction. I forget what the number was, but um, when you compare the cost of running a, a, a fan versus the cost of running a whole house AC unit, listen, if you can afford to run your whole house AC unit a degree or two warmer and run like 10 fans on you, you're coming out way ahead. I mean, it literally, it's, I forget what the number was. It was like 30 to 50 fans. Uh, whole house AC units use a ton of electricity. So again, any day you can stay comfortable with just fans running, do it. Do it. All right, tip number four, run ceiling fans. Uh, I was doing a the emperor uh, uh, impersonation there. Do it, Anakin, do it. Uh, tip number four, run ceiling fans to push warm air down to be cooled. Now, warm air naturally moves toward cooler air, raising the temperature in your home in the warm months. Now, heat moves upward to the cooler attic in cold months due to this same principle. Now, here's a simplified explanation of the science. Heat from the sun conducts through the roof, which heats the attic. Now, that radiates the attic floor and, in other words, your ceiling. Now, that heat then moves down to the cooler air in your living spaces, making it warmer in the room. Now, this process is why having adequate ventilation and insulation in your attic can make such a huge difference in your energy bills. We actually just had our, we had to have our roofing done, uh, redone because of um, some hail and um, storm damage. And we had them put an extra vent uh, in there. It really can make a difference. And again, ceiling fans can inexpensively speed up that air movement process while performing the double duty of blowing cooler air at you. And beyond that, here's scientifically, so here's what's going on. When it's warm, I mean, your body is always emanating this body heat and it it surrounds you like a blanket. What you need is a fan that can blow away that, it's like your your greenhouse gas effect. (laughs) 
of that warm air that just surrounds your body. We need to blow that warm air away. That's why I'm a huge fan of fans. <laughs> um, and by the way, I need to say this, and this is silly. Uh, now, generally, if you're not going to be in a room, you're not using a room, you don't need fans blowing and you don't need vents open. Okay. Tip number five, get your HVAC unit tuned up and inspected. Now, this service typically includes cleaning the condenser, the evaporator coils, checking refrigerant levels, and closely examining all the electrical and physical components. Now, an HVAC professional can identify and remedy problems that are difficult to do it yourself. For example, a condenser coil and accompanying fan that aren't functioning at full capacity won't force warm air outside as well as it should. Now, a professional knows how to bring it back to its designed efficiency. Likewise, if the evaporator coil needs attention, it won't be condensing the warm water vapor in the air. Properly cleaning and improving the efficiency of the evaporator coil is not necessarily not. I mean, you do the, you know, the YouTube and stuff like that. I think that ROI on this, again, you get it tuned up once a year, probably pretty smart. Generally, you can find some Groupons on this, although I would say be careful about being upsold to stuff that you don't really need. Tip number six, go beyond the basics and get your ductwork inspected. Even if your HVAC unit is in good shape, you could be losing cool air and wasting energy. Poorly arranged, sagging, or leaky ductwork causes cool air to not get where you need it or to be lost entirely. If you're not feeling good airflow from your vents, you're likely losing airflow someplace. Now, typical culprits are ducts that aren't properly sealed and insulated in areas like attics or crawl spaces. Find an HVAC pro who's willing to be able to do a full inspection and any necessary repairs and improvements. So if you got that one, it could be design, but if you do have that one room or so in the house that just doesn't cool down like it should, Again, it might be an HVAC. It might be a duct issue. Now, some contractors even have the ability to measure duct leakage using a duct blaster test. Tip number seven, use the right size window AC unit for the room. I actually have to do this uh, for my office. I've got a supplemental uh, AC unit. It's actually a portable one uh, that I've got sitting over to the side of my desk here. If I really need to cool down my office, like say, for example, I'm going to be doing video, I'll run it for a an hour or so, really get the room cooled down really well, and then I'm going to be set for all the video that I need to shoot. It, see, it's, it's a much better deal to do that than it is to run your whole house AC for that length of time. It, it's, I don't need the rest of the house cooled down to that uh, temperature. Now, if you have window AC units, you could be spending a lot of money, but still not feel very comfortable. Now, it's important to understand that air conditioners have two functions. The most important function is actual removal of humidity and warm moisture from your home, especially for those of us in humid climates, uh, not the movement or blowing of cooled air. Now, therefore, if your unit is too big for the space, It'll make the room feel cool but clammy rather than cool and dry. Now, this is because the unit is going to be blowing a lot of cold air quickly but not necessarily remove the humidity quickly. So that's why cooling units are designed for specific room sizes and bigger is not necessarily better. Does that make sense? Conversely, a unit that's too small for the room size 
it's going to have to work way too hard. So you want to buy the right size unit for maximum cooling with minimum energy usage. All right, that's a good tip. I like that. Tip number eight, if you use window AC units, don't cool rooms no one is in. Shutting off AC units when you've gone from a room for any extended period of time saves you money. Same thing with vents, especially at nighttime. You don't need to cool down the dining room or the kitchen or the living room when everybody's sleeping. So uh, I've seen some cool technology where you can actually, you've got intelligent vents. I, I really hope that this uh, technology takes off because I think it's, we've got to bring the price down a little bit, still kind of expensive, but I love the idea of being a little bit more intelligent on rooms that we cool. So keep your eye on that technology in terms of like smart home tech. Uh, I think it's something that's going to be pretty, pretty popular in the future once people understand the math on that. All right, tip number nine, don't crank the AC down to what you think will be comfortable. Instead, drop it a few degrees and allow the temperature in the house to drop to that. Wait a while to discover if it feels comfortable enough. If not, reduce the thermostat another degree or two. Some days the humidity is lower, so you may not need the temperature to be set the same as other days. Now, if you find yourself going past cool to actually feeling cold, yeah, you're wasting money. Um, and so, listen, I want to make sure that we're not wasting money. You know, other things, of course, you know, using a timer, using something that is uh, that's uh, that's connected to your phone. I'm a big, big fan of that. I use Echo Bee now for my phone. I've used, uh, I had a Honeywell one that connected to my phone. Listen, you go away for the day, there's no reason that you need to keep your house cooled down. Uh, when no one is in the house. Uh, it's actually far better to let the, you know, just let the temperature raise and then, you know, 30, 45 minutes before you go home, set the timer so that it starts cooling the house then down. Um, and the whole idea is it, it's all about the difference between the inside temperature and the outside temperature. The bigger the difference, the more it's going to cost you to keep, to maintain that difference. Does that make sense? So if you want to keep your home down to 60 degrees and it's 90 degrees out, well, that's a 30 degree difference. That's going to cost you a ton of money to keep that big of a difference in your home. However, if it's 90 degrees, no one's home, you got the thermostat set to like 82 or something like that when nobody's home, 83 when nobody's home. Yeah, is that un too uncomfortable to be, uh, to have the temperature at when you're at home? Yeah, probably, uh, but not while nobody is home. So just go ahead and let that raise. It's not going to take you much time at all to lower it from 82, 83 back down to the 70s. So just go ahead and do that. Save yourself some money. Listen, I promise you, you employ what I've taught you here, you're going to save yourself some money. Now, I've talked to some people that, you know, they've, they've applied these difference, they've applied these changes and they notice a $50, $60 uh, difference to their bill. Uh, and, and that's what I want for you. I want you to have that extra money. Go do some fun stuff with it. Go pay up some debts. Go, that's not, I don't know if that's fun, but you know, go, go take the kids to the pool. Uh, go enjoy summer. Uh, you know, just enjoy, be active with your money. You know, there's no sense in just spending more money to utility company profits or just paying for utilities unnecessarily. I'd rather that, that money be back in your pocket because money in your pocket is part of living abundantly. 
Now, for a few weeks now, we've been talking about, I've been sharing with you some information about Webull Financial uh, here on Savings Angel. Webull is a top-notch platform for, if you're both if you're a retail trading buff, you like to play the stock market, uh, and it's, it's also a really great platform for people that really don't know what they're doing and they just want to play along. Um, by leveling the playing field and revealing the tricks of the trade, even amateur investors, if you've ever just thought about it. This is such a cool platform. It's free. I mean, I love it. You have the opportunity to turn a hefty profit from the stock market. Of course, you're investing in stocks. You know, that's that's going to cost you a little bit of money, but obviously put in the market. But um, I'll tell you about how to do this for free in just a second here. But what what Webull does, they so they cut down on the exclusionary jargon, got equal opportunity tactics. Webull Finance, it's an app on your phone. It's able to focus on delivering incredibly effective, it's an an innovative platform. Zero commission trading, free granular market data. I don't think you're going to really find that anywhere else, especially with the support that they offer. So with the addition of FinTech, Webull is able to offer free in-depth market data and real-time market quotes. And to further smooth user experience, clients are able to access live customer service to answer all their financial inquiries and help them manage their accounts. I mean, again, I I, I honestly, you know, people that are certified financial planners are probably not real thrilled. Matter of fact, I talked to one guy a few weeks ago and he's like, curse these guys. (laughs) They're messing my system up. It's getting harder and harder to charge people all this money for additional information and, and the trades. So now listen, both old and new customers, you can benefit from Webull services. Those, when you do make an initial deposit of like $100 or more, you're going to get a free stock worth anywhere from four to $1,000. And longtime members who successfully urge friends to open brokerage accounts, you're going to get a free stock ranging from three to $300, as will your friend. So it's cool. It's like a social platform. I love it. Webull Finance hosted a paper trading competition, in fact, and the mock stock market allowed members to practice the steps of trading without risking equity. So you, you know you could just get good at this with some bonus incentive of prizes. So you can actually win real prizes and you're not even putting any money in the market. You're just like learning the platform. So the point of the competition was to prepare for a bigger real money trading competition in the second half of 2019. So with the conclusion of Webull Finance paper trading competition approaching, I asked the listenership, I asked you guys to chime in with your experiences. Now, overall... I think our listenership learned a lot through this exercise. So whether you tried it out, you found some new approaches, uh, you engaged with the paper trading competition, uh, it was really great preparation for actual stock market, like how to do this. And you can actually make really, really good money. There are people that make really great money on stocks, especially if you have people that can help you out and support you in that. So success or failure are both wins for your growth as a retail trader. It's just important that you know what other people know on how this works. So reviewing your efforts in the competition, I hope those of you who succeeded remember those strategies for the real deal. And those of you who struggled, 
Go ahead and revamp your approach for the big cash prize I got coming up. So if you want to learn about more about WeBull and to join in on their trading competition, you just go to WeBull, W-E-B-U-L-L.com, or you can download their app in your favorite app store. Again, that's www.webull.com. Come and join us. Let's do some trading. Do you like saving money at the register, but don't always have time to find and clip coupons? Yeah. Me too. Well, Swagbucks just came up with something that's really super cool, uh, and they made saving money much easier. So they now have in-store promotions and virtual coupons on Swagbucks. Here's how this works, okay? You go to savingsangel.com slash swagbucks. Then, because you get a bonus there, and then you go to their in-store promos page and you find a list of items that you can earn cash back for purchasing at your local grocery store. Now, you're going to find items like Kashi Ghost Cereal, Honeymade Graham Crackers, Bounce Dryer Sheets, and Honeymade Graham Crackers. We need that for the s'mores this summer. Bounce Dryer Sheets, just name a few. Now, each of these items are going to give you valuable swag bucks when you upload your receipt through the new receipt upload feature. Again, this is free money you're not getting anywhere else. Once you've looked through the list, just add them to your offer list by clicking add to my add to my list. Super easy. Now, after you finalize your list, head to your local participating grocery store and start shopping. Now, once you have your receipt, upload it from the in-store offer page and you're going to get the corresponding swag bucks credited to your account. Again, this is free money. This is, you could, listen, this is free money on top of all the other money that you're saving. So if you find a BOGO or something like that, look, you still save the money. If you're using a, a manufacturer coupon in-store, you still save the money. So I just want to make sure that you save as much money as possible because save money, yeah, that's part of living abundantly. Now, if you loved hearing everything on this podcast, share this episode with a friend. You and I together can change lives. I know right now there are people that are stressing out financially. I feel a calling from up above. I am on this planet to help people relieve some of that stress, be a little bit more active with their money. Gosh, you know, everybody just deserves a little bit of a hookup or a little bit of giving or a little bit of, um, you know, we just need to help every now and then. And that's what I want to do. I, I love being known as the guy who just knows how to get a deal hookup or upgrade on everything. And I love teaching that with you. Now, I recommend taking a screenshot and posting this on Facebook, send a text to your loved one, whatever you need to do, wherever you hang out with the most, maybe on the Instagram, maybe on the Twitter, Pinterest, whatever, please share this. Uh, I promise I will serve them with all of my heart just as I serve you and you and I together, we can make an impact on someone's life. And as always, if you have any questions or something you want to hear me talk about, just find our Facebook group, just search Savings Angel, come and join us, uh, post a message, love to hear your thoughts. If you know any feedback, just share it. Like, even if you hate something I do, that's fine. I, I'm, I'm always looking to make this better for you. Now, you can also call me anytime. I'm your friend, 407-205-9250, and leave me a message. I would be honored to hear from you. It really would make my day. And I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to write you back or with your permission. I might even share your question or stories with others on this show. So with that, have a wonderful week full of saving more earning more, and living more abundantly. And thank you for listening.
can do it.